Well, hey, everybody. Welcome back into Figuring It Out with Austin and Spencer. And if you'll notice, if you're watching on YouTube, uh, first off, we're so happy you've joined us here today. Uh, but it'll look a little bit different. It looks a little bit different. <laughs> Spencer's looking around. <laughs> Whoa, how did Spencer's I get here? In the, next, in the next room over right there. <laughs> not quite. Yeah, yeah, not quite. But yes, if you'll notice, it looks a little bit different because I am back in school at Pensacola for my last semester. Okay. Uh, I mentioned last week that last week's episode was my last episode on campus for a while. And I'm back at school. So that's why... Uh, we're still going to keep the video component because we know how much you guys like to see beautiful <laughs> Those, places. Yeah. I think I had to clean up my room before we started this. <laughs> <laughs> really? They're going to be able to see. Yeah. Did you take down the Christmas lights? No, Christmas lights are still up. The, uh, they're just not on. No, <laughs> I, I, I never turn these lights on. That's that's the strangest thing. Even around our, Christmas time? Not these ones. There's just there's no reason. Yeah, see, that's true. So our small group like to make fun of me because my decoration skills are terrible. So I just have one sad strand of Christmas lights back there that I keep up year round. I don't take down my Christmas lights because that's all it takes. I'm too lazy to take it down. <laughs> but it, it has a cool component. So, you know, it seems like we get made fun of a lot in the small group. Yeah. yeah like, you know, out, I'm yeah. just kidding. I love our small group. It's They're great. Awesome. They're awesome. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. Hey, did you, I know Spencer and I were talking and I know, Spencer was in the position to lose a bet to somebody at work. <laughs> yes. Did you lose that bet officially? No, no, no. So me and Sammy Wheaton, who's the graphic designer at Bay Hope, we have a bet uh, because she's a she's a Fairweather Bucks fan. Um, Fairweather. Yeah. And so she bet $50 that the Bucks would win the Super Bowl. Mm -hmm. And so I was like, there's no way. I was like, you know, it's a new system. You know, Tom Brady's just cut, touchdown. Tom is just coming to town, uh -huh. and I was like, I don't. I think they'll get far, but I don't think they'll win the Super Bowl. Well, now they're in the Super Bowl, and so I'm getting very concerned. Really? Okay. So yeah, I, I didn't think. I thought it was that if you made it to the Super Bowl, I didn't know. If no, it was. I think I thought that it was that. I may have told okay. you that, but it's okay. if they if they win the Super Bowl, then. Then I owe fifty dollars. So, <laughs> but you know, at, at this point, I don't care. I'm excited that they're there. I was yeah. saying, I was saying, I wish I could be like a part of the excitement. Like, yeah, I'm, I, not, I'm not a Bucks fan. So, um, but I'm very happy for the city and very happy for like for everyone else. Yeah, I would say like, well, for me, like having grown up in Tampa and like having lived around like kind of the the greater tampa bay area it's like it's a big deal because like i said like i think a couple episodes ago like this never happens yeah. like <laughs> i mean people tampa were honking down dale mabry yeah like yeah my parents said uh we live on like my parents live on the hillsborough river like right near downtown and they said like you could hear a bunch of fireworks and stuff oh, and yeah. it sounded like it sounded like the stadium but like nobody was in the stadium yeah it, which was crazy can you usually hear the stadium from your house Oh no 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 no! Okay. We're about I like it's about ten to fifteen minutes away from the stadium, okay. but you, you can't hear it. It's it's too far away. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. there's fireworks, a ton of fireworks going off. It was yeah. really Appar cool. Apparently, my dogs were having like PTSD from New Year's Eve <laughs> when the fireworks were going off. Oh no! Yeah, Man, dogs and fireworks do not mix. Yeah, but you know what? It was like I'm real happy. Like even being away from home. And like, I'm just so happy for the city because it, it put us on the map. 
It, it really did. And it's it's about time, right? <laughs> it's about time Tampa won something. It's okay if we don't make it any any other years after this year and next year, but <laughs> it's, it's about time if we won something, right? Yeah. If the Lions don't make it, I'm, I'll be rooting for the Bucs. <laughs> there you go. There it yeah. is. Yeah. But hey, today uh, we're talking about a pretty interesting topic here on the podcast. Uh, the question was posed to me. Like, you've heard it said on this podcast before, if you've been tracking with us for a while, uh, that that there is one church. Like, mm-hmm. it is God has this this love and this care for His church. And you've heard it said that there is one church. But if there's one church, why are there so many different denominations? Right? Why are there so so many different? I guess, expressions of the one church. And I thought that was a really interesting question. And, and Spencer, I just wanted to kind of get your take on it. Um, kind of get like what, what you grew up as, like what was your experience with like different denominations? Yeah. Well, I've always had this question like mm-hmm. for a while now, like what, what's the point if we're all like following G- if we all believe that Jesus Christ is savior, like what's the point of having, yeah. um, different denominations and like if someone says oh yeah i'm presbyterian or oh i'm lutheran oh i'm methodist i'm like well okay so what's different like and so yeah, i know and, there's different things but yeah and is there a right denomination right yeah exactly yeah exactly um but i grew up i starting off i went to an evangelistic church mm-hmm. and then uh but grew up mainly in a non-denom church okay. um but then once I went to school uh, in at Cedarville, that's a Southern Baptist school, um, okay. and there's tons of Baptist churches in the area. So that's just that's just what we went to there. Yeah. Uh, but now I'm at Bay Hope, which is Methodist slash yeah. kind of non-denom, kind of like a combo, uh, which is great. Um, yeah. But uh, what about you? Did you? How did you? I know you went to Bay Hope like yeah. your entire life. Um, so yeah, much. I. Like Bay Hope is like unashamedly United Methodist for sure. Um, but I never really understood like why, cause I had the same question. Like why, if like, why does the different denominations matter? Right. Um, but growing up at Bay Hope, it's like, there wasn't, which I really appreciated there. There's not a lot of talk about church politics, which I think kind of gets to the heart of the issue. Right. Yeah. Um, I feel like, the Bible talks, especially the New Testament, you read like the New Testament and Paul, the overwhelming topic Paul mentions is unity, right? It's this, this call for togetherness and oneness under the banner of Christ. And and so I think like Bay Hope at Bay Hope, they did a really good job emphasizing that to when I was growing up to where I followed Christ. I didn't follow a particular leader. I didn't follow a particular denomination, but I followed Christ, right? Christ as seen in scripture. Um, and I, th- I think for me, I mean, transparently, I, I'm going through the ordination process to be a, a Methodist pastor right now. And I think um, God just kind of, God didn't like getting back to kind of our purpose and our call, right? Uh, God didn't necessarily kind of like illuminate like Methodist, right? But he yeah. he did open a lot of doors within the Methodist Church, at, for for me specifically, to where I can I can become a Methodist minister probably uh, somewhat quicker than if I if I went to another denomination. Hmm. And I believe wholeheartedly that that's the Holy Spirit leading me in that direction. 
Sure. And like you're saying, like God didn't illuminate, like say, oh, you have to become a Methodist pastor. Oh, you have to go to the, you know, non-denominational or like Lutheran church or something like that. Yeah. So does it say in the Bible, because you probably know much more about this than I do, but, uh, uh, but does it say, is it biblical? Like anything in the Bible say anything about denominations? Hmm. I don't think, I don't think denominations specifically. I would really have to dig into it, but off the top of my head, I I cannot personally think of a a part where it's talking about different denominations. It talks about in the New Testament, like I mentioned before, in First Corinthians, uh, a lot of people were saying, uh, "Well, Paul baptized me, so I'm going to follow him," hmm. uh, or or this guy named Apollos. Apollos, that's a very Greek name, but Apollos <laughs> baptized me, so I'm going to follow him, and. I guess that's really the only mention of denomination. Like I, you, you could say denomination for that because they're following yeah. a specific leader. They're in a specific camp. Uh, but in the old Testament, there's nothing about denominations because it was specifically uh, dealing with the history of God's chosen people, the nation of Israel. And that was split into 12 different tribes, but it wasn't like a different denomination. Yeah. Right? So, so where does it, where do denominations come from then? I, I think they've just, they've, evolved out of the well because you go back through church history and you have like the, the the early church the church fathers paul timothy john you have all the people who started the early churches and then you have the rise of the catholic church towards the end of oh i don't even know the years um I, I can't remember the years but you have the rise of the catholic church and the catholic church became very very focused on tradition and, and ritual and experiencing God through through order and and, and worship. And then you have you get to about the 16 15 and end of 1500s early 1600s and you get into the Protestant Reformation. Uh Martin which Luther? Martin Luther. Yes. <laughs> I know that and name. You, know, you you remember from history. From history, yeah. And so this this brand, like these branches of Christianity started to form. So you had like Catholicism, which they they got some issues wrong, right? They they started off really strong, but over the years they they got some things a little wrong. Um, and you had the Protestant Church come come and try to call back to um, call back to order what the Catholic Church had started. And then you have like the with the founding of America, you move into to the the eighteenth century. And there's a, the different denominations starting over in America, um, specifically the rise of, of the Baptist Church and the rise of uh, American Methodist, Methodism and American Presbyterianism. But other than that, like I, I think to the best of my knowledge, that is where denominations came from. I don't think it has a scriptural root. Yeah. Um, I don't think it's wrong. I don't think it. <laughs> so don't hear me. I don't think it's wrong. And that we have <laughs> yeah, no, I don't think it's wrong that we have different denominations. I think it's um, because God made each and every one of us differently, right? And we all receive the the written word a little bit differently, and that's not necessarily a bad thing. Um, I I think it's a bad thing when we when we try to persecute other denominations or other facets of Christianity that that for the most part hold to Scripture. It, there, it's very clear if they do not preach the the life, the death, the burial and resurrection, and 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 the the lordship of Jesus Christ and and God the Father 
and the power of the Holy Spirit. Yeah, okay, I that's where the doctrine strays. But mainline Protestant Christianity, even Catholicism, it doesn't it doesn't really uh, there. I don't think there's a need to hate the other side, so yeah. to speak. Well, yeah. what do you think? Well, I guess I see it kind of as like each thing is focused around, you know, at Jesus. Like, yeah. like you said, the birth, the, the life and the death of Jesus. And I, like I said before, that's kind of what I was like, if, you know, that's the main point, then like, that's all we need to care about. Right. Yeah. Uh, but I know that like each person kind of takes the Bible, but it sees the Bible in a different way. Like, yeah. you know, each person has a different perspective on life. It's kind of yeah. like that. It's mm-hmm. groups of people who see it differently, understand like kind of, you know, reading like the same words, but kind of seeing it in a different way, whether that's because of life experiences or because your culture right. or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so um, I, it kind of reminds me, and this is probably not a great like correlation, but it kind of reminds me of like the gospels mm-hmm. where it's like each person like saw, you know, Jesus die, but yeah. each gospel is like different. Yeah, like, each gospel emphasized something different. That I yeah. never thought about that. That's, that's really neat. Yeah. So like, it's just like, but it's all pointing to the same truth. Right. Uh, but a lot of them, I guess, have different rules within the mm-hmm. church. And so are there any like rules? Because that's basically what it is. It's like the church's yeah. rules almost. So is yeah. there any like denominations that are just kind of like that do things wrong? Or like you're, you're kind of pointing to that. that yeah, I, I think wrong. so. I think so. Um, I think there's always, there's always going to be denominations who, who get it wrong. And I'm not going to name specifics because I don't think this is the time or the place to do it. (laughs) Um, but I, I do think like, yeah, we need to, to hold to the truth of scripture. And if like, like, for example, I'm going through the ordination, uh, as a met to, to become a Methodist pastor. I, I love the Methodist church. I've, I've grown up in the Methodist church. I'm drawn to the Methodist church because it, it's John Wesley. Uh, when he read the Bible, the, the two words that stood out to him were practical holiness. And that is something I am passionate about personally, corporately. And, and the Methodist movement is very focused on discipleship hmm. and doing life together in a community of believers and if you look at the history of Methodism, that's like that was the emphasis. That was the that was the, the desire that the Wesley brothers had when they founded the Methodist movement. Uh, hence the term Methodist. They had a method to their madness, so to speak. Uh, yeah, see, wow. it, it all fits together. <laughs> but I, so I'm going through the ordination process to become a Methodist pastor. But I go to a very a predominantly Baptist school. I was going to ask what PCC yeah. was. Yes. So I go to Pensacola Christian College, which is predominantly Baptist. And the belief systems, they don't line up exactly the same. And there, there's a lot of there's a lot of little intricate details, but both denominations hold to the truth that it like salvation is by grace, by God's grace, through faith alone, that if you continue to believe in Christ Jesus, that you you can have eternal life, right? And and that is the fundamental principle. I think that that we need to to rally around. So I can go to this to a Baptist school that yes has a little more rules than I'm used to, um, and I don't agree with every policy here, uh, obviously. But it's not it's not like I can't I have to shun them because they don't believe what I believe, right? It's come because you we, huh? 
So they're gonna come after you now. Yeah, they're gonna they're gonna, they're coming. You don't believe everything that we do. <laughs> yeah, but for your tattoo. <laughs> yeah, I have two tattoos and I'm getting more. <laughs> more. Uh-oh. Yeah, but um, they're all scripture, so it's okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but I believe that because we, I can have, oh, I can, I have really close relationships with people here because we all care about the same thing and it's how to apply the the truth of scripture how to apply the the death burial and resurrection and, and the truth that comes out of that that fundamental doctrine how to apply that to our lives so like i i think it's it's obviously not what i prefer looking back um but i i definitely like i don't have a problem with like going here and adhering to the rules and things like that yeah, and and like we were saying, it's just kind of like um, different perspectives. Like some people might like more rules, you know, yeah. um, and so that's just you know how they're the culture they're in. Um, and it's, it's just different, a different way of looking at it. Right. Uh, like I, I was in uh, my my cousin, my my family is uh, my cousins are predominantly Catholic, and I went to my cousin's wedding over over Christmas when I was home. And they had like a Catholic mass for it. And like the, the thing that didn't pop up, I didn't think immediately heresy or like, this is wrong. I thought like, wow, this is, this is a different way that they experience God. Right. Yeah. Like they didn't say anything that contradicted what I believe. They had a little bit more ritual. They had, they were a little bit more ritualistic. They had a few more traditions that I hadn't been a part of before, but it's not that I, I don't have to, to despise them or look down at them and say they're not right, which I think it, it's easy for, I know in Christians, especially in my gener in our generation uh, to, to kind of pick sides and get into camps, right. To kind of say like, Oh, I'm on this side or I'm on this side. I think that's just kind of <laughs> the culture we live in. Right. I will say that is exactly the culture that we live in. And it's kind of like, I'm right. You're wrong. Just because you believe something different. And it applies to that people grow up differently. And so the way you grow up, like, you know, you can't tell someone they're wrong because of the way that they're like each person experiences life differently. Right. Um, but so if someone comes up to you and they're, they've never been to church before, but they know that uh, you're a Christian and they're like, I want to get plugged into a church somewhere, but I don't know what church to look for. So if someone's looking for a church to go to, how do they figure out what denomination they are? Yeah. Um, good plug for the title, figure out. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I don't, I don't even think about it anymore. It, it just I know it just, I'm going to say it. It flows off the tongue naturally. <laughs> that's why we picked the topic. Um, but yeah, it's a really good question because I think a lot of people – they kind of, and, and that's kind of why a lot of churches nowadays they've uh, they decided to take the the denomination out of the name, right? And I, that's not a bad thing. It's not it's not anything like indicative of the character of the church or anything like that. But um, I think because there's a certain stigma attached to different denominations, and and sadly that's the truth. I don't I don't think it should be that way, but it sadly is. But I, I love the way C.S. Lewis wrote about this. And C.S. Lewis wrote largely to the global church. And his, his works were written to the, the universal, like 
the Christ's bride that is the church, right? Not as a particular denomination, though he was a part of a denomination. He was part of the Anglican church in England. Uh, he wrote to like the whole world that he described like the house of faith as a house. And when you say yes to Jesus and you commit to following Jesus and becoming his disciple, you, you step into this hallway, this hallway of faith where it's, yes, we, we agree on the same doctrine here, like the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus. But off of the hallway, there's different branches. There's different rooms, right? And you can go into those rooms and you, you can experience warmth and fellowship and community. And, and that's important. And so denominations, I believe, definitely are necessary because uh, we can be around a group of like-minded people that, that worship and experience God like us. And we can grow together based upon that. Um, but I would say, like Lewis says, like good questions to ask are, are the doctrines that the, the church claims, are they rooted from Scripture? Are they found in Scripture? Um, is there progressing holiness here? Is there a, a desire to become more like Christ? Uh, and does my conscience move me towards this? Do I, do I feel like this is a logically correct decision? And then another question you could ask is, is my reluctance to enter this, this denomination or this church due to my pride or my taste? or my personal dislike of the the pastor or the leadership, right? Because like, kind of like how we talked about uh, a couple weeks ago with following leaders and idolizing leaders in Christianity, it's not about that. Like, it's not about following a shepherd. It's about following the shepherd. Yeah. And it's whatever church you feel worships that shepherd correctly and, and claims the truths of scripture, it claims the fundamental doctrines of scripture, then there, there's no problem there. Like I, some of my best friends are, are Baptists and they, they are wholeheartedly following God, but yet they're led into the Baptist church. That's not wrong. It's, and it's not wrong for me to go into the Methodist church or if I went into the Lutheran church, right? It's, it's not wrong if I did that, if that makes sense. W yeah. What do you think? Absolutely. Well, I agree. I think uh, I like that. I like that picture of um, the house that you're still in the house. You're just in, you know, maybe a different room because you might be like, ah, you know, that's not for me. Like in college, I went to a church that was like very like traditionally like Baptist. And yeah. so it was very old school, it felt mm -hmm. like. And so it's like nothing's wrong with this, but it's it's not for me. And then I went to the complete opposite where there's a church that was like super hipster and i was like you know this is a little weird like this is not for me uh was, it, was that up at school yeah that was at, oh, that okay. was at school yeah so <laughs> so but there's nothing wrong with it um yeah as long as like you said that you know you're following they or if you believe that's what is they're worshiping correctly and and so it's just kind of up to you um mm -hmm. So it's yeah, but it, it is important to like to discern, right. To, to ask for the spirit's help. Sure. It's yeah. not kind of, it's any, like, I love that last question that, that Lewis posed. Like, is this, is my drawing to this church because I like the, the style of music or I think the pastors like he looks cool or is it a church that like authentically, like it has the heartbeat of Christ. Right. It has like, there's, there's progressing holiness. Yes. There's discipleship, there's community. There's like, there's rich growth under the banner of Christ. And 
you can't like you can't have a church like that if they don't teach the truth of scripture right but under that banner of the truth of scripture there's a lot of different flavors there's a lot of different <laughs> exactly um, that's a good way to look at it flavors <laughs> yeah it's all soda just different flavors <laughs> is that a northern expression it probably but they would say pop. <laughs> oh this pop. yeah I, I strayed away from saying pop uh <laughs> i was i was raised to say pop but i thought it was cooler <laughs> to say soda so i said oh soda. really yeah, yeah so so did did you get made fun of for saying soda up there no not really yeah. Uh, I don't think it ever came up. No, you don't get made fun of it. I feel like people get made fun of way more for saying pop. Yeah, they do. They, I was gonna say I grew up in the South down here, and the first time I heard somebody say pop, I was. <laughs> but that's like normal. I don't think anything. Pop. About it. Yeah. I, I. Yeah. But like the first time, I just remember the first time I heard somebody say that, I was what in the world. Well, like, <laughs> also, people down here they say, "Would you? Do you want a Coke?" Like, I know that's a more southern oh, thing. Yeah, exactly. like, Tampa is not really like a southern, or Florida is not really a southern state. But, like, it is, but it isn't. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, like, yeah. the people, like, if I go to McDonald's and say, uh, so do you want a Coke with that? And I'll be like, no, I want a Sprite. Like, <laughs> you know what I'm like, yeah, really asked. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what type of Coke? It's like, what? <laughs> it's so weird. Way off topic. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny. Nominations. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> How does denominations fit with? Yeah, whatever. But, <laughs> but yeah, like we, we'd love to hear from you guys, those listening, those watching. Uh, we'd love to hear f- kind of your background, your story. Like what was your experience with denominations growing up? Or maybe what's what's your experience going on uh, right now? <laughs> maybe it's important. But yeah, we'd love to hear from you. Again, we say it every week, but we want to connect with you on, on Bay Hope Socials, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube. And, and you can email hello at bayhope.com. If you have any questions specifically about this podcast as well, but thank you guys so much for, for listening in, for joining us in this discussion tonight. Uh, and we'll see you next week. See you guys.